0: As busy women juggling career, personal lives, kids, relationships, and endless commitments, finding balance can feel like chasing unicorns. But here's the thing we don't need perfection instead we need to know what balance looks like at this moment in time based on our current life circumstances and what we're aiming to achieve hey there i'm jess Jamo. like so many of you i know firsthand how hard it can be to find time for myself in my life as a young single working mother of two i understand the unique challenges that busy women face juggling work family and our relationships, leaves us overwhelmed and without room for ourselves. Instead of resigning myself to being the junk food eating, hanging on the couch and Netflixing kind of girl with no ambition that I once was, I decided enough was enough and it was time for me to take control. I transformed my life into being an integrated health and life coach, a senior corporate leader, and an entrepreneur. And now I'm here to tell you that if I can get unstuck and regain control in my life, so can you. In this podcast, I share practical and actionable ideas, strategies, education, and tips to help you live your most purposeful life, even with a jam-packed schedule. From topics such as stress reduction, self-care, and healthy eating, to career development, goal-setting, and future. Future life planning. I hope this can be your sanctuary and a place where busy women come together to encourage and help one another navigate the complexities of living the female life. So I'd like to welcome you into my virtual home. Come on in and stay for a while. Let's grab some coffee and dive in. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Breaking Up with Chaos, where we embrace the beautiful mess that is life and find ways to bring more clarity and purpose to our crazy busy days. I'm your host, Jess, and I'm so excited for today's episode because it's all about the foundations of which the Kaisa coaching programs are built from, which is leveraging an integrative health inventory assessment to determine what direction to take with your goals and how to prioritize what you need at this particular moment in your life. You're probably like, what does that even mean, Jess? And I'm excited to tell you. All right, so let's get real and dive in, my fellow busy women. We are halfway through the year and it's the perfect time to ask ourselves, are we on track to meet our goals or have we hit a few bumps in the road? Trust me, it's totally okay to veer off course. In fact, most of us do so because, you know, life. Life loves to throw us curveballs, and we should expect it, too, because let's face it, we are humans living the human experience. But today, I'm going to focus on determining what to prioritize and where to put your focus and time in your life, and I've got something special for you to help you get back on track. After this episode, you'll walk away with a powerful tool. It's called the Purposeful Life Chart. And you'll understand how to leverage the life health inventory exercise. It's going to give you the clarity you need to identify the areas in your life that need improvement, set those realistic goals, and navigate through the unexpected challenges that come your way. I can't wait to share this with you, so let's dive in. First off, let's take a moment to reflect on 2023. If you're listening to this when this episode is aired, you're sitting here near the end of July 2023. Ask yourself, How's this year been so far? Are you where you thought you'd be, or have you maybe hit a few roadblocks? It is totally okay either way, and now is the opportunity to refocus if needed. Don't beat yourself up if you've fallen off the tracks. We've all set those grandiose New Year's resolutions only to stumble a few months later. Trust me, we've all been there, and if anyone says otherwise, I call a bunch of bullshit. While it's all great and important to create goals and visions for your future, to build that momentum, to get yourself going, and to dive in headfirst, it is also important that you set realistic goals in order to get yourself to the finish line. Momentum always gets us going, but momentum dies and is short-lived. So we need a framework in place in order to keep us moving forward when momentum dies off. And remember, it's okay to not have it all figured out. The key is to be kind to yourself Let's refocus when needed and keep taking action to move yourself forward. Now let's talk priorities. As busy women juggling career, personal lives, kids, relationships, and endless commitments, finding balance can feel like chasing unicorns. In fact, I don't really believe there is such a thing that is called balance in all areas of our lives all at one time. But here's the thing. We don't need perfection. Instead, we need to know what balance looks like at this moment in time based on our current life circumstances and what we're aiming to achieve. For me personally, the reason I believe that balance in all areas of my life all at one time is, is fairly unrealistic is because I simply cannot do it all. I know that may come as a surprise to you, but it really is the truth, and we will drive ourselves crazy thinking we can. For me, how I determine what balance looks like in my life is I base it on what I am seeking to achieve, whether that is more time with my family, or advancing my career, or reconnecting with my loved ones, or increasing my physical fitness, or maybe improving my sleep or really anything that I have identified as something I would like to focus on. Then I prioritize that goal and determine how to manage my other commitments around that. For example, there are many times in my life where I have had physical health goals as my priority. Therefore, there may be other areas of my life that take less priority, like maybe hanging out with my friends until all hours of the night. Because let's face it, do we really do that anymore? However, It also is because in order to get consistent with my fitness routine, I need to prioritize my sleep and consistently feed my body with nutritious foods, of which going out with friends late at night doesn't support. But I don't eliminate hanging out with my friends because that is still an important part of my life. It just may look different like coffee dates or lunchtime adventures on the weekend. Another example to give you is somewhat the inverse of that, like when my priority is to support my children in their transitions in life, like, say, moving my daughter to California to start her life away from home for the first time. I knew that supporting her was my priority, and so I had to adjust my five-day-a-week workout schedule and my food prep routine because we were traveling a lot over a period of a few months. So I cut back my workout routine, and instead of focusing on fitting in five days a week, I chose to shift that to daily walks and stretching sessions in the morning. And instead of spending time on the weekend prepping my meals, I chose to keep access to some ingredients to easy weeknight meal options in my house for quick dinners a couple of nights a week. And when we were traveling, I did my best to find restaurants with meal options that suited my needs. So as you can start to see, where creating balance does not mean doing it all excellent at all levels all of the time, it also doesn't mean having to sacrifice what is important to me in some areas of my life in order to accomplish a goal. Instead, I must determine what balance looks like to me and what it means at this moment in my life and adjusting my life to what my current priorities are. Now you may be wondering, what if my current priorities in life are not really all that obvious to me right now? Or what if I just don't know where to start? Or I have so much going on, this just can be so overwhelming at times. And cue the purposeful life chart and the life health inventory exercise I mentioned earlier on. This little gem will be your guiding star. It's a reflection exercise that you can revisit time and time again, helping you reset your focus and priorities as life unfolds. It allows you to reflect on all areas of your life, begin to understand how they all work together and impact one another, and identify the areas that you would like to work on, increase your life satisfaction and fulfillment in, or are already happy with. All right, let's break this down. Here's how it works. You can go and download the worksheet with the Purposeful Life chart The link is below in the notes, or you can just grab a journal or your favorite note taking app. You're going to begin to look at all four areas of your life health that work together to make you whole. Those four areas are your relational health, your personal health, your physical health, and your financial health. Each of those four areas are included in what makes up your overall life health. From here, you're going to begin to list those areas of your life that matter most to you, areas that maybe you feel you are really fulfilled in right now or areas that you feel less satisfied with and that you'd like to improve. I'll walk you through some examples here for you today, but you can get the full details of the worksheet in the link. Or I also have this exercise in great detail in my private podcast series where I coach you through my She Leads the Way guide. And I'll also put that in the link in the show notes. All right, let's start with talking about your relational health. As social beings, we crave meaningful connections with others, whether it be through romantic, friendship, or familial relationships. It's not about the quantity of connections, but the quality. Do your relationships bring fulfillment and a sense of connection in your life? As you start to think through the relational health bucket in your life, ask yourself questions. Like, do you have three to five close personal relationships, maybe outside of your family members? Do you participate in social gatherings? Do you engage in activities that involve your personal interests? What about things like, do you talk to close friends and or family members daily, weekly, monthly, or yearly? And does that cadence make you feel connected? I want you to think deeply about relational health and start to think through how you are feeling in your relational health in your life. Next, let's move on to our personal health life bucket. Life's demands often leave little time for personal growth and pursuing our passions. Many adults prioritize daily routines over self-improvement, resulting in feeling stuck and disconnected from our true selves. So as you start to look into your personal health life bucket, you can ask yourself questions like, Do you have a sense of connection with the universe or a higher being? Do you spend time creating or allowing your mind to free flow? Do you have hobbies or interests that you incorporate into your daily life? Are you learning something new or refining a current skill set? How about are you satisfied with your career? And if you're not, Are you taking any actions to change that? Again, spend some time here and start to think about your level of fulfillment within your personal life health. Moving on, let's talk about our physical life health, which tends to be the most obvious and most focused on area for goals and improvement especially within the American society. But taking care of your body is crucial for overall health. Have you moved your body and nourished it with healthy food today? Physical health is a significant aspect of our lives and many people struggle with the dissatisfaction in this area. Are you satisfied with your physical health? Do you have consistent routines for movement and nutrition that support your daily life? Also start to think about things like, do you have a physical or sedentary job? Do you eat a nutritionally balanced diet? Do you feel like you can relax and unwind in your home? Do you have access to nature pretty easily? And are you feeling regularly rested? All of these questions can provide signs into how satisfied and how you're feeling within your physical health life bucket. Finally, let's talk about your financial health life bucket. This is an area that I find a lot of people leave out when they look at all of the areas of their life. And for me, early on, I learned pretty quick that the state of my financial health had a great impact on other areas of my life. I find that adults often need help with financial obligations and require more knowledge or support in order to achieve financial life health. Then once basic needs are met, focusing on managing and utilizing money effectively is also important. So ask yourself, are you living with a financially healthy mindset that aligns with your values and brings you fulfillment? What about things like do you have an emergency savings fund? How about do you have a plan for your future financial stability and wealth? Do you have a budget and plan for your money monthly that you follow consistently? And does that provide you financial freedom in your life? Is your debt to income ratio greater than 40 percent? What about are you even organized with your finances and do you feel in control? Again, spend some time in this area thinking through your financial health in your life and decide how fulfilled that you are in this area. So as a reminder, if you don't have the worksheet in front of you, there are four areas of life health that work together in your life. And each aspect of our life, including our relationships, our personal growth, our physical health, our financial health, they all play a vital role in our overall life satisfaction. It's also important to understand that these areas are interconnected and improving one area might impact the other. Often we may think that focusing on just one aspect will bring us fulfillment and success. You see that a lot as people focus on some form of physical health like going on a diet, losing weight, or increasing your activity. But in reality, in order to truly live a purposeful life, we must consider all four of these areas. As complex individuals, integrated health and wellness considers the balance between all areas of our lives, viewing ourselves as whole individuals rather than all these isolated pieces. So we can strive towards holistic well-being and a more fulfilling life, by nurturing each one of these areas of your life. And a reminder, we're talking relational health, personal health, physical health, and financial health. Now that you have some examples, take some time to walk through each of the four areas of life health and begin to recognize and note the areas you'd like to increase your life satisfaction in. And also list down those areas of your life that matter most, like maybe your career, your family, relationships, health your personal growth, and whatever else lights up your heart. Take a few moments to evaluate where you stand in each area. Celebrate your wins and acknowledge the areas that you want to grow. This exercise is like a map showing you the way to where you want to grow, develop, and nurture in your life. Once this exercise has been completed, note that this is just a snapshot in time. This is reflective of how you are feeling right now based on your current life circumstances. That is what makes this such a powerful exercise because you can use it over and over again in your life to revisit, to reflect, and to assess areas of your life that work together to make you who you are today and points you in the direction of where you wanna go in the future. But wait, just doing the reflection exercise is not going to be enough. From here, we now need to set some goals and start taking action. If you know me already, I always say, goals without action are just our dreams written on paper. Cue the long-term and short-term goal game plan. As you look at your reflection from the Life Health Inventory exercise, you should have discovered areas you would like to focus on more. Prioritize what those areas are and create 1 to 3 goals tops, no more. Then begin to work on them. Based on the goal, set a long-term and or short-term goal. Then break those goals down into bite-sized pieces. Sometimes it helps to look at our goals annually, then quarterly, then monthly, then weekly, and then into small daily actions. Trust me, they really do all add up. And breaking your goals down into smaller steps and pieces helps keep them attainable. It also provides you with these bite-sized accomplishments that help keep you motivated. And it helps keep you on track when your initial momentum and excitement begins to wear off. Remember what I said earlier today? Momentum is what gets us started, but it's the framework and the plan that keep you going. Now, let's address the elephant in the room. Life's curveballs. I see this time and time again, where people set their goals and believe that they must follow the plan exactly, to a T. And if for whatever reason they can't, they give up altogether, versus making minor adjustments to keep going. Does this sound familiar to you? Like, well, if I can't do it perfectly, then I may as well not do it at all, or I'll wait until I can do it perfectly. Let me tell you, That is never going to be the case ever. It just isn't, period. I heard a really great quote from James Wedmore, and it goes something like this. Perfection is a survival strategy. It is what we do to not be criticized and to avoid rejection. So instead, we focus on creating perfection and end up staying stuck and not moving forward at all. Something along those lines, but you get the gist. We can't control what life throws our way but we can control how we react and how we respond. It's important to keep your plans flexible and open to adjustments. Progress is progress, no matter how little or how long the timeline. It is better to continue to make small, imperfect steps forward than to do nothing at all while you wait for the perfect time to execute. Okay, remember, life will get chaotic, but with the purposeful wheel chart and the life-health exercise in your toolbox, You'll have the framework for clarity and resilience to face whatever comes your way. I know because this is exactly what I use and how I discover my plan and my goals, whether it be annually or quarterly, or maybe I just need an adjustment. And I also use it along the way for reflection points to see how am I feeling and how am I progressing? I like to use it annually to reflect on where I was at the end of the previous year, where I am now, and what I want to tackle in the year ahead. I then also like to use it quarterly when I pause and reflect on my goals, how I'm feeling, and what I need to do to adjust in order to stay on track. It's also a great tool that provides me insight on areas of my life that I may be neglecting, that I didn't even realize I was doing, which can be very eye-opening at times and incredibly helpful. At the end of the day, I believe that if you can learn to leverage this exercise, then you can use it time and time again to support you, your goals, your priorities, and help you discover what is most important to you. It may be a fairly simple exercise, but let me tell you, it is never easy. All right, my friends, that's what I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed the show as much as I was excited to bring it to you. If you want to dive in deeper to the Purposeful Life Chart and the Life Health Inventory Exercise, you can either head over to my website at kaisacoaching.com or find it in the link in the show notes. For the handy worksheet to guide you along the way, feel free to download it and then come back and listen to this episode again. Also, if you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, rate, leave a review, and share it with others if you think they may benefit from this information. I always love to hear your feedback and would love to connect with you. Thanks so much for being here with me today. It truly means a lot to me. Be sure to come back next time as we continue to dive further into the world of integrative health coaching, where we will navigate the demands of career family personal ambitions and relationships and create healthier habits and explore practical strategies to enhance your well-being this is never goodbye it is just until next time I'll see you there. All right. And that brings us to the end of another episode. I hope you took away something today that will support you on your journey, all while having a little bit of fun along the way. Before we part ways, I want to encourage you to carve out space for yourself amidst the busyness and demands of life, to prioritize what truly matters, and to embrace the freedom that comes with intentional living. Don't forget to celebrate the small victories and be kind to yourself always. Keep taking those actionable steps forward towards your goals and never forget that you are not alone. If you ever feel inspired to continue the conversation sparked by an episode or seek additional support and coaching in your life, I would love to hear from all of you. You can find me on social media or visit me on my website. Thank you once again for joining me today. I'm humbled by your time and commitment to your personal growth. Until next time, I want you to know that I see you, I support you, and I believe in you. This is never goodbye. It is always I will see you next time. Until then, my friends, have a beautiful day.